Hello, and you're listening to Let's Drone Out. And special thank you to our lovely patrons that help donate so that we can pay the editor to remove the swear words and silly things we say. Massive thank you to... Carlos Campos. Art Faulkner. Sam Dharma. Mikey Dread. On with the show. Let's Drone Out. With us this week, everyone's favourite, Curry Kitten. Hello, I thought Jack was doing the intros. Look, he's all and for once now. not doing the intro, Jack. I thought, Hello, I, thought I was everybody's favourite. And everyone's new favourite, Zorro. Hey, and myself, Stephen. Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome, Curry. Disclaimer. Stephen, press the button. <laughs> press the button. Any views expressed by any guests on this show are personal and may not reflect the views of others and anything about legal aspects of stuff, we don't know. Consult a lawyer or something. Thank you. Safety oh, notice. Do not be on fire. Oh, don't be on fire. Yeah, rule zero. <laughs> oh. Yeah, do not leave lipos unattended. So this week we are joined by Zorro, who's got a pretty interesting story. Does F- FPV, does art. It's had an interesting journey into the hobby. Uh, Zorro, do you want to tell people a little bit about yourself? Well, everyone, my name is Zorro. <laughs> uh, I make, uh, for the past like four years, I've been making videos on YouTube, but I uh, wanted to kind of make more like lighthearted outside of normal drone stuff. So, uh yeah i've been making videos i do art i've been doing like graffiti since 93 and now i do like canvases and whatnot and i'm a designer and i love my cat <laughs> I, that, that video of where you gave your mum some art and she didn't like it that broke my heart when i gave my mom my canvas and she laughed at it hard as hell yeah, yeah that was that, yeah yeah that, Oh my god! I my heart bleeds. So yeah, how did well, you make the transition from <laughs> from art into <laughs> FPV? Because on the face of it, like you imagine, they might have it happening near each other, but they're not. There's not an obvious overlap. So how did you discover FPV? So I used to. I loved RC cars since like I used to put together. I don't know if you guys remember the Grasshopper. If you have it over there, like uh, yeah, they used yeah. to sell this kit. The you know, put it together. Yeah, 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 totally. So I've been into that forever. Um, and then I worked at Pandora and my boss, so I used to take an RC car to work and put like a GoPro on it and then like go down the hallways and like record, mm-hmm. you know, cause that was not really a thing. Uh, and then my boss is like, Oh, you like RC stuff? You like, I fly FPV. And then I, for me, drones were like really, uh, I, I didn't know what FPV was. So for me, drones was like, you know, the Mavic style type experience yeah more sedate experience yeah yeah and i was like i don't know yeah it doesn't sound fun so um he let me try his like tiny whoop he had a tiny whoop and he went to a conference room in the office and um 
he let me try it. And I was like, hey, I mean, I don't quite get it. It's like goggles, whatever. But then I got bored. I was like, let me try this FPV thing. And I went and I got, um, uh, you know, goggles and the radio and like a pre-built, uh, I think it was like the, oh my God, what was it? The 250 something. It was like really old, like in this case that came with it. Um, and then I just started kind of like flying. I kind of, I don't know. It's weird also because it's the reason why I started making videos. I, it just gave me a reason to kind of like express myself. And it just went on from there. Point, like yeah. A, yeah. An interesting yeah. viewpoint to see the world by. Are you doing some of the drone stuff professionally now? Because I saw you when you were talking about doing a shoot and getting uh, devoured by mosquitoes and, and poisoning oak and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. is, is, that, is that a big proportion of your time? So... Last year, almost about this time, uh, I I couldn't take working anymore. Like I, I've been designing for like twenty years, and I had like Thanks, I don't know, I, I would be creative, yeah. Like, um, and I went through this like really weird period, and I kind of like put a pause on everything. Um, sorry, what was the question? I totally forgot. <laughs> it's it's about your commercial flying. Oh yeah, 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 you. yeah. So, uh, one of the people I used to work with, his wife works in production for like PBS and Salesforce and whatever, right? Mm. And uh, she needed a drone pilot, and her husband knew that I flew because I would fly like in the office and stuff. So they they hooked us up. So while I took a break, she's like, "Hey, we need someone in like two weeks. Can you can you fly for like a broadcast?" like documentary and I was like uh yeah I'll do it so I rushed on and I took my 107 test I studied for like two days like non-stop like day and night and then the next day I went and took my 107 and I passed it and then I've been doing like commercial drone stuff for like about a year now wow so is that like a main income or is it that plus the art yeah I, I mean yeah that plus the art um sounds like I don't know where to live man I mean it it is, but I like I made a lot of money in my regular job, <laughs> and there's yeah. no way to there's make a bit up. of a gap. Like yeah, yeah. Like I would have to fly a drone like every single day, and you know what I mean. So um, this past year has been great, and I've been like focusing on what I want to do, and like cultivated all these like little things happening, but like I could just like switch over real quick and like bring my life back together <laughs> just because it's yeah. like, I've been living kind of you like, could do a, like two days like a, a week of though. UX design and be like, yeah, bills are paid. Bills are paid. It's all good. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I def- it definitely made me appreciate, uh, people that only do that for a living. Like if you have to rely on your yeah. art or whatever, it's it's so hard man it's crazy it looks like you've really got to travel at the drop of a hat as well it's like you just don't know where you're going to be at any time because you could be a thousand miles away tomorrow yeah and what's funny is when once i started getting to know fpv and you know making videos whatever i guess the next step was like to do it professionally and um it's not the way that i imagined it isn't quite as glamorous as in reality. <laughs> like I imagine like you're on set and it's like super cool. It is really cool actually. It's a really cool experience, but you're you're part of the crew. Like you're lugging your stuff up to wherever you have to go. Like you have to be ready on the drop of a hat to like, you know, get the shot that the director wants. It's just like a lot of 
uh, it's a lot of pressure, which is actually the fun part, I think, the adrenaline kind of like part. But uh, it's also a lot of traveling and eating, you know, crappy food because you're mm. you're out. You know what I mean? And like waiting around, like especially for my stuff, like I'll wait for six hours and then like fly for like two minutes you know it's, it's is it difficult weird. to guess what the other person wants to see because most people they're freestyling they're just filming what they want to see what they think is fun but if you're on a yeah. shoot you've got to imagine what someone else wants you to film and that mm. could be completely different for them from what is the the fun and natural maneuvers you might do totally how do you do yeah. that it's 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 extremely hard because sometimes they want a thing that's like really uh, outside of the realm of possibilities. You know, they're just imagining they're like, oh, you know, you come from whatever. Uh, you can go and like power loop and then go straight in through the window. Yeah, and yeah. It won't crash, and you'll go down there and then yeah, through yeah. the other window, and then you power loop that all in one shot, right? And yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's going to take like a hundred props to do. That's yeah, be all day. yeah. I was on the shoot. They're like, can you uh, can you get the the Bay Bridge from here? And I was like, in San Francisco, I was like miles away <laughs> like like 10 miles away i'm like you know like no concept of but i guess if you don't know you don't know right i mean we right. we know about drones because that's what we do but if you didn't you know you would just not know assume that it's an all-powerful invisible force <clears throat> i i, I remember like um, i remember on like tommy one of tommy's latest videos on deadly catch yeah into like fly backwards and pan out and it's like yeah we angle the gopro so you know like yeah. it doesn't really work like that you know so. right 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 i can fly backwards but i have to like go down at the same time so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly it for so long <laughs> it's actually made me appreciate uh like dual control drone setup a lot like it makes more sense to have like the Inspire, right? You you can have like two pilots, one's flying the drone and the other one's controlling the camera. So you have like way more control because trying to do everything at once, like as a pilot, especially because I also fly like Mavics for, for work, like that type of uh, a drone. Um, and it's just, I don't know, you just have limited capabilities. What's your take yeah. on this whole like, let's slap the most expensive camera we can on like a, an, an Octo. It seems to be kind of a trend right now. Everyone's going the, for these. The Komodo. Everyone wants yeah, the Komodo yeah. set up. And the red. I, and the, I just saw a guy here who in the UK who's designing like a, a naked Blackmagic Pocket 4K, yeah. which is on the lower end, but still quite an expensive camera compared to a GoPro. Everyone's oh, yeah. gone nuts for this stuff. It is. But the shots that you get are pretty amazing. Mm. It just uh I don't know if you have like ten twenty thousand dollars worth of equipment like flying oh, that's yeah. you know I mean? you have a, pro that's, a proper lens instead of something that's like half an inch thick that's just like right a cell phone yeah. camera pretty much mm. does flying commercial and and I saw some of your videos that sort of suggested like I can't rip as good as I used to because. Yeah. I keep worrying about damaging my drones. Does it also take away the enjoyment you get from regular flying? Or is, because once you make sort of a hobby, a bit of a job, then do, do the two sort of merge and is there a crossover there? Or can you still have fun, basically? No, doing it professionally stole my 
excitement or her happiness for flying. Like it totally killed it. It completely killed a hundred percent. Like I didn't want to fly at all. Not only because I don't want to break my stuff, but it's like, I don't know. It, it's true. It, it actually made me think of like how, uh, excuse the comparison, but like how like porn stars might be where you're doing this thing all day long and like it probably robs you from like enjoying it otherwise. You know what I mean? Uh, and same with doing it professionally with drones, man. Oh God. It just, it, I'm seriously, it, if it wasn't actually for me going out and flying with like my friend Ian or like getting like kind of back into it, I think I would have probably just lost it a few times. You know what I mean? They're like just mm. not caring about it anymore. Yeah. How do you salvage that? Have you found a way? My channel really helps me like stay in line <laughs> because like people expect certain things and uh, I-, I know that I'm going to have to fly a drone at some point. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I don't know. You know can you, can you rediscover back. ways to make it fun though? Does your channel like remind you that it can be fun or does the channel oh, yeah. just this guy that's knocking on your door saying, do another video, do another video? Both. Yeah. Yeah. It can, it can be a nagging thing. Do another video. Um, for sure, but eventually yeah. I get back into it. Yeah. Are are you yeah. are, are you actually that creative or is the pressure of like what you do for work and having the YouTube force you down that road? Because like I uh yeah, I, I, I struggle with that a bit. <laughs> Pokey. Oh Pokey FBB says that I'm the Ron Jeremy of FBB. Thank you, Pokey. Uh <laughs> yeah. That's not a good thing, though. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, now, but he was, yeah. he was a Back in the day. character for a long time. Yeah, right? he just he turned a little dark towards the end. Um, so, so for me, okay, a lot of a lot of people that have YouTube channels can put on their YouTube personality and you know do whatever. But for me, it's like I'm being myself, and I don't have that kind of like facade you know what i mean of like a youtube mm. you channel don't have like a video you and a it's just me like, yeah home you yeah it's it's me being silly and having fun and that's always like the best if i try to go outside of that and uh force myself it's never good like it just doesn't it doesn't resonate i don't feel good about it you know what i mean so uh i have to be into it to actually do it i can't just you know put on my my makeup and my wigs and just go on uh, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Do you think that comes from kind of having art as the place where you started out rather than trying to be an influencer and trying to have that persona like uh, I think maybe a bunch of people do? So I think that although, first of all, like drone video, our industry, if you want to call it, it's really small. Like, some of the most popular drone FPV pilots or, you know, even drone pilots uh, wouldn't have the same, would, it would be a lot bigger if, it, if their channel was about anything. Now, d- drones just kind of like makes the audience a lot smaller as it is. Um, if they were so, just playing the latest video game, they'd have an audience that's like a thousand exactly. times larger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, um 
I don't know where we're going with that. I totally forgot again. But uh, <laughs> like this, like F- I, FPV limits, like you know, sort of shoe shoehorned you in the, into a box. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't think so because it's a part of me that uh, brings out. I don't know. I just, my channels are around more of like the drone thing. Although I do art on it sometimes, I do whatever. It's kind of like the cornerstone. So I always have to go back to um, to doing drone stuff, which is good. I think it's great. It kind of pushes me. You also describe yourself as a, a psychonaut. Yeah. Do you want to kind of unpick what that means to you? Um, I, I used to rave in the early 90s. I got into like rave parties here in um, the Bay Area, San Francisco. And, and I, it's an experience, right? With a lot of uh, substances and mind expanding things. So I've always been into that for a long time. Then I took a long break of like, maybe like a decade of not doing any psychedelics or anything. And uh, because towards the end, I, I had a long uh, addiction problem with like methamphetamine, like in the back in those days, because one thing led to another. And I was like super skinny and homeless and like horrible. Like <laughs> I was a totally different person back then. You would not want to know that guy. Um, but uh, so I've always been into uh, to the kind of like, you know, uh, substance thing and then after a long time I uh, and some life changes like I got a divorce like a whole bunch of things that kind of reset who I was you know what I mean um, then I saw like oh you know uh, people are doing mushrooms to help depression and people are you know what I mean it's, it's becoming more of a of a more of an accepted thing it's not so underground anymore not so, so demonized anymore as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like so stupidly demonized as well. Um, so for me, I was like, uh, you know, like maybe I'll just try it a little bit, you know, just to see what it's like. And then I just like, I got back into um, into being able to like explore that part without being, because uh, my point of the addiction thing was I was also doing like psychedelics and whatnot and things kind of, like my trips started getting dark and weird, like towards the end. So when I stopped for like 10 years, that was my last memory of psychedelics was like really bad, crazy trips. Uh, and I was like a little weirded out to try it again. But then I used it back into it. I was like, oh man, this is freaking amazing. Like I feel so much better. Like my brain works better. Um, and uh, then I started uh, trying like DMT. Nice one. Uh, and that was like crazy. If you guys go to my channel, I have this my most popular video is about DMT. Uh, and it was, yeah, I just, uh, I, I love the idea of like who we really are. I mean, I, I don't want to get into this cause I'm going to go on forever, but if we're in this situation. Yeah, man, it's on, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we don't know who we are. Right. As far as like humans, right. like we, we don't know where we came from. We don't know where we're going. We're floating in space on you know, on earth, this thing, we don't know if anybody else is out there. It's like a, it's like a movie scenario, like a black mirror type of, right. You know what I mean? It's like a strange scenario, but what's funny is like, we all have made our lives like our day to day and totally don't think about that. Like nobody's freaking out. Like why are we here? You know what I mean? So for me, you got to explore that. As they say. Yeah. 
so for me exploring that i think it's uh it i think it's like who we really are we we come from a different place we're here on earth for a while and then we go back to wherever and for me that is really interesting and i love exploring outside of like just this because like uh, thinking yeah. about thinking exactly yeah I was going to, yeah, raise a, a kind of specter of uh, FPV and maybe maybe <clears throat> kind of issues and the way that it helps people. And I think there's, it's it's kind of not spoken about, but there's definitely a lot of people here in this community, like myself included, who find FPV helps them in one way or another. Like yeah. it makes you feel like you're a freaking bird and you yeah. don't have any stress anymore. It makes you, you know just get away from whatever's bugging you because all of a sudden you're up above the trees and you're moving at 80 mile an hour and who gives a f- right? It's, yeah. it's empowering. Like you leave your body. Do they, so what are the things? It's, that it's a very like, literal I mean, out of body experience, isn't it? It, it really is. is. Yeah. As far as you define escapism, I am locked here in this crappy reality where maybe yeah. I've got problems down here. And then all of a sudden you're not all of a sudden you're a bird, except you're doing like 80 miles an hour. And there's not a lot of birds that do that. And you're, yeah. you're flipping upside down and screaming along. It's 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 escapism, and there's definitely an aspect that is kind of healing about that to to help you oh, get absolutely. away from things that are bugging you. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, so that was one of the first key moments that I've ever like with FPV that it hit like a different note with me. It's like I was flying a tiny whoop, and uh, and then I turned around and I looked at myself flying, and I was Thank like, you. "Holy sh!" I was like, "Mike." my brain like my consciousness is on this drone right now and i'm looking at like a shell of a person like you know what i mean because i can't like adjust myself while i'm flying you know what i mean like your body my body at least is like locked in is like a shell mechanically doing stuff but it seems like your consciousness is like now transferred on the robot it's like what are we doing dude it's crazy <laughs> pretty nuts do you think that fits in with the art to a certain extent oh yeah everything it is art in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, not a lot of people want to watch their mates freestyle videos, but it's undeniably still art. I mean, if, if, oh, yeah. if someone filming themselves playing a video games art, then freestyle definitely is. Yeah. There's a little side note to this thing about the, the outer body experience. And one of the funniest things for me is I'd set up a camera because I wanted to do some flybys and I, I, I could see myself in the sticks. And I did not know the weird amount that I would move. And we used to call it the turnage lean, where you just get into this position. And filming other people, they're completely different. Some of them go into this little fetal position. It's really funny because they've got their really good patch antenna sticking out. And then the first thing they do is put their head into the ground where the reception is going to be awesome. And you just, it's like these Stevie Wonder sort of flies. It's fantastic. I could film that more than drones sometimes. You spend Absolutely. a couple of hundred bucks on expensive patch antennas, and what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> look at that, dude. My head will drift up, like so. I'm like landing, and I'm like, well, I'm like looking up, and now oh, yeah, because this is like, <laughs> yeah. While I'm flying, I'm like, dude, your head's high up, but I'm like trying to adjust my head while I'm flying, and it's like impossible. I'm like, uh, it was like, it's like being in a dream where you can't quite do the thing that you're trying to do. No, Turn over there. No, over there. No, <laughs> where is it? I don't know how. <laughs> I remember, um, like back in the back in the day, when we used to fly with Tony and that. Like we would we would race, and I'd I'd find myself leaning forward to go faster, yeah. and it's oh, yeah. like it doesn't work like that. 
Mm. And we we oh. must anybody that's done race gates for the first time must have done the, the just like if you're yeah, not quite getting under. That. That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah, building. So you crouch really? when you come up to the race gate. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's like bowling, isn't it? You see someone who's doing, but they like throw the the bowling ball, and five seconds later they're leaning over enough to almost fall over. Yeah, do it little. The same symptom. I don't know how it was for you guys, but the very first time I flew on goggles, um, I didn't get the sort of the instant feeling of quite being connected to the quad. It took a couple of couple of goes because at the start my brain was still with me. And so when I turn my head <coughs> and nothing happened on the camera position, you get annoyed. Like, by it. You got a sort of a brain fart, and it's like, oh, what's happening? This is not right. Couple of a couple of flights in, and it it just clicks. But those couple of first flights are really weird. A really weird mental place for your head to be. It's like you're sort of kind of out of it, mm. but not. You're not Have there. You done and any you're not pan here. And tilt stuff. Wonder, wonder what you'd be like with pan and tilt. Oh, I'm I, only on a plane. That absolutely fine. But I didn't I didn't get into fixed wing until I'd I'd done like loads of flights on the the dodgy yeah. tricopter. But but by that time I, I could just I, I'm no longer in a weird place. But I did, the the weirdest thing I tried. I, I did this experiment once. I had a, an old cheap nasty 450 style quad, and at the time the KK2 board. This is how old it was. You could attach it to a servo. And thus, every time you leant forward, the camera position would change. And the idea was, mm. oh, that's good, because you'll always be able to see. Completely screwed my brain up, because mm. we we work out our altitude and everything based around like positional references we're getting from a camera. And when you start moving that camera up and down, oh, on, yeah. it's, it's fine if you're like on a Mavic. But if you're on a fast mm. quad, like a couple of feet off the ground, it's like... Oh, my brain can't. I couldn't. I couldn't work out my altitude at all. I was just hitting the ground and all sorts. It was terrible. You mm. should all try it as a as a fun and interesting experiment. Mm. Has anyone actually weird. toppled over while they were flying? Oh yeah, yeah. I know a couple oh, really? of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the reason why I don't fly standing. I can I can lean up against something and fly fine, mm. uh, but it's like it's so immersive for me. Like I try to tell myself, like you're just looking at a monitor. You know what I mean? Like. So I can like stand and do it, but I get so like immersed in what's happening that like even like watching sometimes like FPV videos, like I can feel myself like tilting, you know what I mean? So every time I try to fly standing up, I can feel like I have to hold myself back from tilting forward, you know? And I'm like, that's too much. I can't. Danger, danger, danger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I watch like Mr. Steel like standing on top of a tower with like a little platform, like standing, you know, doing He does climbing and stuff. That guy's got some crazy reflexes, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah, when I fly, if I'm just cruising along doing cinematic stuff, it's okay. But if I'm doing flips and rolls, I've got to be leaning against a wall or leaning against a tree because otherwise I feel myself start to go. And if I don't have a point of reference, I'm I've staggered a couple of times and stumbled. I've yet to fall on my face, but it's come really close, really, really close. Yeah, and that's you don't want that. No, <laughs> like but that's why, a, do, you can why actually... do you have new DJI goggles, Stephen? Don't ask. Don't ask. I, I face planted trying to do a power loop. <laughs> okay. Power loop was fine, but I fell on my face. And then you have like a bruise of like the goggle outline <laughs> on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally. I, I've fallen down a badger hole while standing up because <laughs> like there was a there was a badger hole next to me, and I like adjusted my foot and went straight oh, yeah. down into it. That was pretty horrible. Yeah. 
Have, have you ever tried moving in the camera? I was flying around oh, and I, no. I, I realised I was yeah. standing in between two trees and I thought, oh, that would be awesome to fly through. So I positioned my quad in front of myself and then attempted to move out of the way and of course I went Third in completely person. wrong direction. Because, no, no, that's that's not right. Yeah. I'm, I, it should be this way. It's really weird. Really weird. Really I, I suggested we should do a whole thing where we have a foot race, where we start at one end of a field and we have to fly quads filming ourselves and whilst in the goggles, run to the other end without dying. I think that would be an interesting fun race to do. I don't think it's I, possible. Has anyone tried it would to, be fun like, to try. navigate with the camera on the quad? Like you pick up the quad and you just like try and walk around. Yeah, that I can do. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I, can, I can do that a little better. I, I've I've used it to test in my garden when it's pitch black and this camera says it's night vision. I'm if the neighbours could see me, I'm wandering around the garden with a pair of goggles on, holding this quad where I can't yeah. see and saying things like, "Oh, this is good. I can't see there in my eyes." I remember I that, like filming down the edge of your house and stuff. Yeah, where like, it's super dark. Yeah. Oh my word. God, your your neighbours must think you're absolutely nutty. Well, they man. do keep moving out. Perhaps it's because there's some nutter that lives next door. I don't know. It's a strange screaming, whirring noise every minute. No, they can't figure out what's going on. They go out there, though, and there's nothing out there. They just hear this whole... Mm-hmm. It's happening. In the middle what's of happening? the night. It's true. No, it's me. No the wild. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Did Radio Master name their their little transmitter after you, do you think? Uh, I think yes. just two E's. I think yes, subconsciously they did. And they didn't know. I'm just kidding. No, people do. I get did you meet a Radio Master rep at any point? Do they comment on the feel? Dude, they, I get uh, all these, like, congratulatory messages on, like, uh, on Facebook. Like, congrats on the radio, man. You know, like... <laughs> Uh, so I save them with like a show of my friends. It's so hilarious. You should you like, should make a little wall of them. They're so embarrassed yeah. to make that oh, typo and they didn't get your name quite right. Hey, How dare they? A little skin for the radio that's got like a little goatee that hangs around below the screen. Just yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, please. Also, if uh, just just so your audience knows, because my videos are a little different on YouTube. Uh, as far as like drone videos go, uh, go and uh, I started. So when I first started FPV, I noticed there was a very elitist kind of like thing with pilots, mm-hmm. and to me that was really funny because I wasn't in the industry. It was almost like watching like LARPing people like talk. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like like brag about, which is fine, right? But then you're, you're kind of laughing at it because you're not a part of it. And you're like, that's silly. You know what I mean? You're just flying a drone, like calm down. So for me, I really wanted to make a channel that's like anti that, where mm. it, I get to be myself, doing stupid stuff. Uh, you know, the edits are like really different, like awkward or yeah. you know what I mean? like funny. So to me, like it was, it was a way to... To, that if somebody wanted to come into FPV 
they knew that it's not all like that. You know what I mean? You could feel yeah. comfortable like being yourself. There is a bit of, um, a kind of Napoleon yeah. Dynamite vibe sometimes. Yeah. Where, yeah, like, yeah. The people convinced they're so cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that. FPV yeah. life, me old. Yeah, I liked it. The reason the reason I I liked some of your videos that I I was catching up with today is because Mm -hmm. firstly it's not all about the flying. It's it's mostly about you and and making vlogs and and having a good laugh out with friends and stuff. And and secondly, and I think you said it in one of your videos that watching really good freestyle um, is sometimes slightly unwatchable. It's like if anybody's seen a really good FPV racer, Uh, you can appreciate the skill. Yeah. But it's like, oh, geez, I can't, I can't watch this. It's just like, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's not watchable. So I prefer, I prefer to see, you know, someone having, you know, and showing plenty of your crashes, hitting yeah. bits of car park and stuff, and just, yeah. you know, having a laugh and and sort of talking about what's going on. I think that's um, much, well, in my opinion, much more interesting. Just pure. Here is some flying. Look yeah. at me do lots of little tiny whizzy whizzes around trees, and bits and pieces and stuff. I, I, I was talking to my friend Ian that I go and fly with. He's pretty much like the only person that I go and fly with. Uh, just because I'm weird. Like, I don't like new people. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just kind of weird like that. I'm kind of like private when it comes to like kicking it with, with people. Um, but I was talking to him. You know, I get a lot of messages, like a lot of people telling me, hey, you know, I've been like depressed and your video like made my day. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, I get a lot of those. And it, it really kind of helped me, especially lately, be able to focus on that part, like the fun, uplifting kind of part, instead of like trying to make myself look like I'm awesome and you know i'm an artist and i'm you know a drone pilot know this shit um it's like i don't like if if i feel like it has like i'm actually making a tiny bit of a better difference in the world and it makes me feel good like at least even though i don't have my together and i don't know what i'm doing with my life sometimes you know like i know that this one thing that i do that i really enjoy He's actually like making other people feel better. And nowadays, like even a little relief, even for like 10 minutes, if you can just have really like I've gone through so many crazy life experiences. Uh, and sometimes like just a minute of relief from like thinking about your problems, from all this stuff happening all around you, like it's it's a pretty big deal. So it's not, you know, I just uh, it it fulfills me a little bit i think too oh it sounds really good and i think in, in some ways the the youtube economy kind of slowing down a bit which i think it has over the last couple of years has, has perhaps mm-hmm. been a good thing but it allows people to get back to reality instead of trying to build their following yeah. constantly pushing 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 constantly looking for new products pushing the products pushing the products more yeah. thumbnails more thumbnails you know it's just Don't it's just nice the thumbnail to, He's got a good thumbnail game, as Curry. He's got some strong faces he pulls. So yeah, <laughs> mm. that's my. That's it. Well, yeah. Sad. Yeah. That's it. That's my repertoire. Nice. But it's nice um, to see people be a bit more honest and like going through COVID. I think everyone had a bit more yeah. time with themselves to sort of face these things like you can't just brush it under the rug when you're sat with yourself 24 hours a day right you just gotta yes you know deal with it 
And that's that's nice. Yeah, it's it's healthy rather than just like being in the rat race, whether it's YouTube rat race or work rat race or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Sorry, got all serious there, guys. Uh, we should put a knob put a put a knob joke in if in doubt. I, I found a drone that looked like a wanger. <laughs> no, I just want to hold on. We, we got a, a question coming just just in time. Clan FPV says a uh, question for you, Zorro. Oh. You used to always ask the viewers in your vlogs, is this what you want? Ever figure that out? Uh, I There was a period of time that I used to scream, like, is that what you want? Like, as a thing. I don't know where it came from. It became a thing, and everybody was saying it back to me, is that what you want? So it was like, a, yeah. I used to have, like, I used to do so many fun things before I did drones professionally. I actually want to do... I want to do a video like, do not, like, if you love flying drones, don't ever do it professionally. Just, you know, uh, yeah, it, it takes the takes the fun out of everything, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I do IT and I've kind of, uh, I was really enthusiastic about it until someone asked me to actually, okay, now go do that. Yeah. You're like, oh, God. The reality <laughs> of it is you're never going to be able to do it properly. It's all a compromise. Mm-hmm. It's all, uh, uh, probably got get an empathetic nod from Curry on that one. He's free well, of that now. Now it took me two years before I enjoyed looking at computers in a fun way again. Um, mm. And it's mainly corporate stuff's mainly about you can't just get stuff done because you have to have a bunch of meetings about it, and then somebody wants a chart and a PowerPoint, and it just goes downhill from there, doesn't it? Let's face it. It's nice. Yeah, you've got to keep your hobbies separate from work, I think. Hobbies have got to be something that it allows you to escape from your nine to five. It's hard, though, because when you, you love think? it so much, like especially when I first started flying FEV, I was like addicted in in a way that a few things I've ever done that in my life were like that's all I think about, like obsessed. I would mm. like trying to have a regular job while being obsessed with FEV. Like that's why I really enjoyed uh, working with my ex-boss now a friend from pandora because we got to both like go out at lunch like to try to squeeze a couple flights in you know right, um, right. but it's it's crazy addicting it, i don't know it just consumes i was quite jealous of one of our offices over uh i've forgotten where it was now over in boston just north of boston we used to have an office up there we shared with hp and um, they used to have a whole bunch of space out the back, and they go and fly planes at lunch and fly some micro quads and stuff. And I went out that's and I was awesome. like, geez, you guys do this at lunch. So yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. It's such a good balance. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's nice to be able to do that because, like, in London, it's like, okay, you know, you can go from this one box where you're working to this other box and go to the gym, or you go to the other box and queue up for food. It's like, you know, it's not a lot of green spaces around here. And, uh, yeah, I was yeah. pretty jealous when I found out they could just go and, like, fly planes around for a, for a half hour and then mm. go pick up a slice of pizza and go back to the desk. Yeah. Easy um, But uh, the the obsession of FPV made me think that I would want to do it all day long, which I did, but, like, it's different again, like, for a hobby mm. versus not. Well, that's kind of the so, upskilling level, right? When you're learning so fast, you're going from crashing into stuff all the time to all of a sudden, oh, I can fly a whole pack. Oh, I can fly, yeah. like, ten packs. Oh, I can now do stunts. Oh, I can do really cool stunts. Oh, I'm, mm. like, crashing way bigger than I was at the start all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. But also being able to, 
like I remember how frustrating it was when I first started flying because I I couldn't even like take off. It was like constantly like bouncing off the off the. Everyone floor, does that. Like, you ever see yeah. a, a kid kid try and learn like uh, throttle control on a car? It's the same thing when they're like bunny yeah. hop along the road, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. Well, because like you don't know, you think like, oh, pull the throttle up, and you're like, bing, like full, you know what I mean? You just think like, oh, that, that. Yeah. But then you start learning how delicate the movements are that mm. need to happen, you know, to make it smooth. And then left foot braking. Yeah, exactly. But it was really frustrating. I felt like I didn't have control of what I was doing. Like, even starting to fly, like sometimes I'd start flying backwards and like I didn't know where I was, like landing the tree, you know what I mean? So it, it takes a while. So I got for Sims and I, uh, I I used this horrible simulator that like it came with a CD-ROM, like a dongle. And it, I was actually, there were no other simulators, but they had like a map or yeah, like a phantom looking drone that you're actually flying. I just wanted to get the controls down because they're not like anything else you can compare with. Like I could give Curry, you an, Can you identify uh, this sim? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Curry oh, is me? a sim author and he's been a around the block. CD and a dongle yeah. could have been Phoenix. Came with that yeah. was, that was a 95. A yeah. big thing in, in, back in the day. <laughs> yeah, and I found it yesterday. I found it in my little Phoenix. stuff. And I found the CD with a little, I was like, oh my God, horrible. But it really did help me be able to, because I knew that all it, all it would take is to have the controls be like a second nature where it's like uh, muscle memory. You know what I mean? And to get to that, you need to do it enough. But when you start flying, you can't fly enough to be able to progress fast enough, I think. You know what I mean? So like you get to actually practice without needing to like break everything. Um, yeah. And then I crashed. Actually, when I was learning – I flew over uh, this lake that my in-laws live at, and a few of my videos take um, lakes there. And uh, then I lost my drone in the lake. How many quads are in that lake? Just How one. How many of your quads? Just one. Oh, you yeah, yeah, fast. Yeah. That okay. one. Yeah, yeah. And after that, too, I just, like, I faced Magnificent. my fears. Like, now I fly, like, underneath all the awnings and all the, like, pier stuff. Like, it, it really help me like i did i love flying over water because of that just because i was like so trying to fly over the lake mm. um but yeah i lost my drone there and i don't swim i'm not like a swimmer at all and when i lost it i like i took all my stuff and like went in the lake like tried to find my drone dude i looked for it for so many years and it was always this big mystery like what sometimes I even question like did did it even happen? Like was it just like where is this drone? It's not it music that place. far. Yeah. And every time I would go to my <laughs> in-laws house, I would look over at the lake, uh nothing. And then uh oh, like Titanic. a few months ago, or like yeah, like last year, I was walking by the lake and the there it was. It was like washed up three years later. <laughs> it's pretty uh, how did how was it? Do you have it? Uh, oh, yeah. you, don't forget da, da, da. to describe it. It's like a Hollywood moment. Jesus. Wow. Oh, I, didn't, wow. I didn't clean it, but this is it. <laughs> oh. The session's still on there, dude. Of beauty. Isn't it? Yeah. It's like you get the SD card it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't, I don't know. I just can't, uh, I can't, wow. I don't want to like clean it. 
I can't want to preserve it. It's like an art installation now. That is, know, that is art. That is art. Right right now. Now. Yeah. But you guys, it's so weird because it's been like a really big thing. Like wondering what happened to the freaking drone. And then just walking up one day, I'd look down and it was right in front of me. And you could like, set that took... in a block of clear resin for future generations to yeah, yeah. see. <laughs> in the museum. Preserve yeah. it. And it was such a surreal moment. I'm like, is this oh my god that's my drone it's crazy is that how many years two? was it down there three it was down for three years yes wow and i have a video about it uh and actually i pulled the sim card out and i retrieved the uh the footage from it of like the crash and i was like oh can that's you play why it to I, us now can i play it for you yeah it's have you got you it can do like a share YouTube? thing on the bottom if you have the if video you got, i can i can i can share the link uh, yeah, guys, put the link in the chat. My internet the probably not chat will make the it best. happen. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah my, my, other sc- my other screen isn't... I can do it. Okay. It's it's one of the videos I saw before, actually. Let me have a look, see if I can get it on oh, for you. Thanks, guys. I'll there you be, go. Uh... There you go. It's, it's everyone's all about The Sims, but I have to say, when I, when I started learning, I, I smashed... And one frame to pieces at least ten times, and it was a very light quad. Oh, it was yeah. a, a QAV one hundred five, uh, which is you know a, a, a micro version of the full size QAV. And I pasted that thing across the landscape so many times, um, mm-hmm. but I rebuilt it and rebuilt it, and the thing is still flying. It's got an F three with a dodgy AIO, hey. and I've still got umpteen spare frames because I was buying those frames every week. Oh, yeah. here we go. Oh, yeah, this is it. This is here the last footage. And I think I'm flying on her, uh, horizon mode as well. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it looks um, a little bit wobbly-bobbly. Looks like it's kind of fighting you a little bit. Oh, man. There's some birds around there. Was, they, was that the yeah. reason for crashing? Yeah, it's the bird's fault. No. For sure. No. I remember this from the years ago. Oh, 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 sketchy, sketchy crash. That's the good thing about GoPros. They record the whole underwater session for so you as well. It was, it was recording Don't. for like almost like an hour. And I have <laughs> so much footage of fish going by. I just pulled a, <laughs> I just pulled a couple of uh, like seconds of fish. But I have like an hour worth of, uh, of footage of like fish fly, or like uh, swimming by. Can you? Upload it as a really stop. calming video, just a, a 4K yeah. Zorro's fish experience. Yeah, I used to, and I still do this sometimes Ooh, when the one. lake is clear. Yeah, that's a big fish, um, yeah. so I do. I because uh, at the lake they fish, right? But I really, I, I love fishing. I just don't like hooking the fish and terrorizing them. Uh, so what I like to do, which is more if enjoyable, you're not them. Yeah, I put a GoPro on uh, on like a lure on the fish or on a, on no. a string, you know, just like a GoPro hanging from a string, and then I'll tie like a piece of hot dog right above it so the fish are attracted to it, and I throw it in the lake, and fish will like come, you know what I mean, and then you get to check them out. I kind of like that better. So you're yeah, not hurting cool. fish; you're just kind of yeah. curving on them a little bit, more for fish. <laughs> <curve>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fish voyeur. <laughs> the video that really done me was when you flew your quad into your face. On a professional drone yeah, shoot. 
with everybody watching. I was going to say everyone's done it, but yeah, yeah. not when they're paid to do yeah. it. Well, uh, we were, I have another video. You guys should go check it out. Uh, but, uh, Hang on, I'll, uh, yeah. I'll pay for it. Oh, not right now, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was like my turn to fly, and we were at the San Francisco Mint, which is like one of the oldest historic buildings where they used to mint, you know, money. Uh, it is really old and, you know, whatever. So they're doing all these crazy, nice shots everywhere. And then it's my turn, and I have to follow these people down the hallway. And I'm using like a, a small drone, and uh, so I'm tracking them, right? Everybody's like, okay, quiet. You know, quiet on the set. Director's like, okay, go. Like, so I'm sitting down, and there's every, like, the whole crew, everybody is just watching me, right? And I'm flying behind the people. Beautiful. It was like, it was on a, it was so straight. It was so good. I was like, awesome. Then I turned back, and uh, I got another shot of them going the other way. And then people were like, yay, they're like, like clapping, like, oh, that was so good, right? People were like impressed. They'd never seen FPV, so like this guy is like doing this. <laughs> so as I'm coming back, I wanted to land on my lap because I usually do that, right? I don't want it to go on the floor. So I tried to, uh, to time it so as it's falling, it falls on my lap. And because everybody was like, yay, you know, <laughs> my adrenaline was going. And you accidentally as, punched it. As, <laughs> and he went dude like in front of everybody it was hilarious like and everybody went from going yay they were like oh like, like concerned at least you, you hit okay? yourself in the ball i mean it could have been worse dude and people after were like are you okay like is it dude so funny but that's the whole thing i could i could Beautiful. do a thing where i'm like i'm going on a drone shoot everybody look how cool i am you know what I mean? Like, oh, well, it's all those people not, will remember you. Like, that's going to be yeah. etched in their mind now. Yeah, but for me, like, I love pointing out my weaknesses. It's it's funny to me. Like, everybody screws up, right? Nobody's perfect, and it's funny to me when that kind of stuff happens. Like, for me, it's like YouTube gold. Like, I want. Like, I don't mind if I look like the ass, but it's it makes for a better story. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh. it does. It, it, I think everyone's getting, well, I say everyone, I'm just assuming everyone's like me, getting a little bit worn down by kind of robotic mannequin style influencers. It's, it's nice to be reminded that, yeah, yeah, people, people screw up. People are human. People yeah, are you are really human, especially with like the way you like put your, uh, you know, your, your mistakes there and, you know, how like what you choose to record and show is like yeah. that, thanks for that man like you know mm. like uh, cinema uh, verite <laughs> <laughs> hitting yourself in the face with a quad <laughs> yeah uh do you want to cover some news articles for i was last... wondering I, oh, I guess we should just discuss this on air because we are yeah. professionals after all i was going to suggest uh jack wanted to do a bonus pod before and we didn't announce it so I was going to suggest if we do, if we announce a bonus pod now, maybe we could talk about some news items because I've got a whole bunch of different items we could talk about. But I'm going to be talking over Zorro, who's got some amazing so- stories to tell us. So how about we do the news in the bonus pod? Does that work? Yeah, can do. Um, I Let's do that then. Trying to trying to line up maybe to chat with Tommy on our bonus as well. So if you're a Patreon, well yeah. we can. Cool our heels while I rattle off a bunch of 
BS news items. <laughs> see see how that goes. So yeah, Patreons afterwards, we're going to be doing a bonus pod and we'll run through some, some news bits and pieces, talk about the uh, naked black magic pro 4k and, and Curry's open HD experiences and other bits and pieces afterwards. So whilst we contemplate that, let me ask Zorro several questions all yep. at once so you have to remember the answers Brilliant. first off what was your first uh, FPV experience I think you said you got some whoop where did you go from there did you start making stuff and experimenting and also as a bonus question have you tried flying fixed wing FPV and if not why not very good question thank you for asking all those questions uh, okay. <laughs> so what was my first experience of FPV? Is that yes? You, I mean, you mentioned having the tiny whoop, but where did you go yourself in terms of the progression? Obviously, you got yourself uh, a quad. When did you start sort of building things and putting stuff together? What was, was it? The two hours progression in you terms of that lake or bits and pieces, earlier? and and where did, yeah. where did it go? I have a I have a interesting thing because like one thing that really rubbed me the wrong way about fpv is that you had to build your own quad and i used to build my own rc cars and i loved it and it was great but like i'm like why do you have to be it's almost like you have to be a mechanic to drive a car you know what i mean and that was like the the thinking like you have to be able to build your own stuff so my boss that uh, that got me into fpv he used to like help me he used to like build drones right that was okay. like his thing he enjoyed it so he would do it for me but i yeah yeah and that was fine you know what i mean but and i could repair them and i could still like work on them and stuff but like i was against like needing to know how to build to fly uh and i was, and then like so i was buying a lot of pre-builds that was kind of like my thing and then i was getting sponsored by companies and they were like sending me pre-builds constantly as well but I, I always wanted to, so I've only built one drone in like four years in my whole career, like from scratch, just one. And I, 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 I hate, I hate, I hate it. What's more your than go-to anything. BNF then? What's your like daily driver? So when I was flying analog, uh, I was sponsored by Armaton. I mean, I still am, I guess, but, uh, the, so all Armaton quads, were like my go-to and i still love them i think that was like the best so they ship you like a whole bind and fly yeah 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 if you you know whatever or if i would crash and be like hey i crash you know what i mean like wow. uh that's a hell of a lot easier than having a motor sponsor yeah yeah and i've been kind of like spoiled but <laughs> and i totally i mean i know how a quad works like all the parts mm. and i right. put it together i just um I hate the trouble. When I started, things were not as smooth as they are now, where like now you can just buy one of these and one of those and put them together and it just, you know, it's going to work. There was a lot of like voodoo magic bull crap that I hated. It's like everything is right, right? All the parts are in, but something's not working. So it's like having to figure out why it's not working. And when you want to fly, like it's okay if I'm in the mood to build, but like if I'm trying to fly, and then there's all this like troubleshooting yeah. crap. Yeah. Like I just hate it. So I, I'd rather have somebody give me their I, whole. I hear you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I remember the days of like you'd spend fifty to like seventy pounds on new ESCs, and without even testing whether they work, 
You had to cut them open, desolder them, flash new firmware on yeah. them. You didn't even know if it worked, then solder them up, and then it would smoke a motor. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I kind of understand, but mm. a little bit, I'm just like, is Zorro the kind of guy who's like, he breaks a motor and he just pulls out a new quad, like, you know. YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I just throw it in the garbage. You're like, ah. yeah, like the the tire Ooh. blows out on his car. Just arms and back just the... slides in from the side of the screen. Shot of tequila <laughs> lights the bottle on fire and then throws it through the window and is like, time to go to the dealer. <laughs> yeah, totally. There, there's a lot of negativity about buying and flies, but there's some fantastic yeah. models. Some of my favourites are still hanging on the wall. The, the Nazgul Five. The Immersion RC stuff, yeah. the, all the Holy Bro stuff, amazing builds that just I mean, work out of the box. I absolutely so started on buying and flies, but I'm, I'm the sort of person that absolutely gets down in the weeds. I'm a complete nerd. And, and, and so I bought a bunch of binder flies, and I'm like, well, I don't like this about this one. I don't like that about that one. Right. How do I make them better? And then that was the, the journey for me. And now I'm mm. kind of like, I just shop for components. Did you ever feel like a wizard being able to like change the direction of the motor just by spinning it round? <clears throat> Do, does anyone know Who's what? that? Too? I feel like a wizard yeah, all the yeah. time. Every time the I see stuff and the way they every time I realise I can see my own mustache, yeah. I feel like yeah. a wizard. <laughs> if you span the motor, or you powered it up, and if you span the motor in the direction you wanted it to spin, yeah. There, there was a lot of stuff in the Vortex quads that I really yeah. feel should have made it into beta flight. Stuff like, hang on, we're detecting what sort of receiver you have. Can right. you move the sticks and we'll right. sort it out for you? And the stuff with like, spin the motor and we'll make sure that's the motor direction. These are, it sounds like pretty useful little wizards to have in stuff like beta flight, but it never, it never made it there. Yeah, shame. Well, they've got uh, kind of a motor twitch thing now in 4.3. I'd say it took them a long time, but the priority for beta flight seemed to be on people who already knew what they were doing, which was a little bit elitist. I but now still the priority. 4.3, it's like you press a button and it'll twitch the one that it thinks is that motor and you can correct it. It's kind of where they've got to. And you can cool. change the motor direction. It does oh, it quite right, nicely. Fine. It doesn't just like give anyways. it 100% throttle. It just gives it enough to like jerk it round by a few degrees so you can see. Mm -hmm. uh, and also to your question, have I ever flown a fixed wing? See how I remember that, guys? Let's just take a moment to... Uh... Thank you. Thank you. I, Jack, I appreciate you. All right, thank you. <laughs> so, no, I've never tried, actually. I never had a chance to. Uh, I, would be, I would be down to try it, for sure. Give it a go. It might be a new fun way of experience FPV in a whole sort of different scary way which is completely oh, yeah. different I to how quads feel it's more just like yeah. drifting along from what i see it's kind of you yeah. can't see it you have to experience it yeah. i've seen it for very short periods before meeting the ground again that was just, <laughs> that's my just do yourself a favor buy buy an actual four channel like trainer slow fly fun thing with a propeller on the back of it don't just buy a wing an fpv wing that's because, 120 miles an hour yeah like if you do buy a wing buy the biggest wing that you can chuck really 
yeah. I would take a smaller one just so I have more, like, I know. Smaller ones are wobblier. Yes. About, about a meter. That's what she said. That's what she spot. said. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you you need to be able to launch it, Jack. Launch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And don't give it to a quad pilot who's never launched a wing. Find so- find someone who flies like fixed wing. Yeah, I love the way they sound. Yeah. Yeah. I. Like when I first started flying, I would always look for like big open fields to go fly at. And I'm kind of glad I don't have to do that anymore. And having to go back to trying to find a big open field would be kind of an interesting thing. Is it, is it like, can a, can a drone pilot figure it out? Like if you're flying. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not drone so pilots, outside. Dr- drone pilots tend to fly differently than a regular fixed wing pilot who would the immediate thing a normal fixed wing pilot would do is go up to about like 100 meters in in american speed that's about 300 feet and fly circles whereas a drone pilot would like i'm flying this five feet off the ground just like i was a quad (laughs) which is more fun because (laughs) then you get all this uh turbulence and the whole wing shaking about you're like oh my god it's like i'm gonna break up that's strange oh the cornering's not yeah that's that's when you got the feel of it 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 seems to wobble Mm. yeah it's good. Yeah. I like it. I, I I think everyone should try a bit of both and and really couple of mistakes high. Oh yeah, I would couple love to. Couple of mistakes a, high. Yeah. I have a friend that got into and we all fly drones. He got into planes and he's like going to town. Like he loves it. He's building really? all these like models and yeah. One thing it, it I noticed re- recently that might start me with something a bit safer is. Uh, it looks like the uh, the Blue Jay guys have attracted uh, a little PR from someone who's added brushed output. So I might dick around and put really small brush motors on broken. I've got a bunch of broken flight controllers, all in ones, mm-hmm. with just a couple of working outputs. And so I, I might dick around with those a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm loath for my quad wing thing because it's. I don't really know where to start. The only thing that FPV is missing from right now, like a big part of what my videos were, was uh, gorilla whooping. And that was like... Expand. uh, That's when you go to like a mall or anywhere where there's people and stores and whatever. And you fly in there and kind of trolling the people and like trying to see if you can fly in the store. Like we'd go to department stores and fly around. Um like some of my more popular videos and what kind of got me a little bit more out there was those because it's uh i've gotten kicked out of places like i have a video that the lady's like screaming at me uh all kinds of pretty in, in an entirely like non yeah aggressive yeah, yeah. way yeah absolutely yeah, like, yeah. like the guy who would chase police cars with his rc no car, no, like. no 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 no, or like try to scare people or like, you know, like whiz by them or whatever. No, this is more of like, I love people's reaction when they just see this like little thing flying around. They have no clue what it is. Their brain's trying to like, is this a, you know what I mean? Don't, they, they don't know like drones could be that small. I mean, if I saw it, I'd just grab the whip and be like, hello, and just hold yeah. it. <laughs> Talk, <laughs> I came over. I yeah, guess man. people don't do that. I, I have got some excellent footage. We're, we were at a pub and I was flying and we flew around the pub and then the bouncer was chasing after me and trying to find me. 
and Don Robinson um, lifts up his hat and then I just land in his hat and he puts his hat back on and I just <laughs> turn my goggles around and throw my transmitter in my bag and then the, the bouncer's like, <laughs> Dude, it's so fun, bro. I, I need to it. find. I need to find that footage. Oh man, yeah, we're we're done. Uh, <sighs> but the the thing that I hate, like right now, there isn't a good. So I switched over to DJI, right? And I don't fly analog anymore. And uh, we're missing like a good actual like whoop size HD version. And mm-hmm. I know people are like, oh, try this, try that. Like, I'm talking about, like, because uh, Tiny Whoops are great because it's a brush motor, usually, and they're quiet, and it's uh, it just has a few characteristics. Where if you're flying, like, a brushless inside, it sounds different. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Uh, so I wish they had a good, like, small form factor uh, analog to, or a... Uh, you mean the digital version of the work? Because I mean, yeah. the, like a naked a naked Vista is still chunky, you know. That's yeah, that's, right. that's like a, like you can't fly that in the store around people without yeah. <laughs> the problem. Like, you can carry it, but you need like a two S to really get it moving, and then your props sound like screaming banshees, and exactly. people will notice yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, so that's what I miss, and I don't want to do. I was thinking about putting analog setup on my goggles so I can fly my uh, tiny wolf. But analog looks so bad. <laughs> like, it looks so horrible. Like, even What's for a take an HD Zero? Because Happy Model just dropped, like, an HD Zero version of the Mobula 7. Would you go for that? Uh, it's, and it's... Is it HD? It's a Mob 7, and so it's, like, 75 um, mil. And it's got the HD Zero VTX on it. Only they did like a special board that was a little bit lighter than the the normal ones. So it's like a thinner board. And I think the Beck is only like a 1S or 2S Beck. Mm. So it's, cool. it's, it's about as light as you can get an HD setup. Mm. And people have been saying it's more like 480p than 720p. You That's get the thing. DJI, but it's better than analog. It looks a lot better than analog. Yeah. Anything looks better than analog. Like... And, and that's why, like, making videos, even just having, like, what the Tiny Whoop sees with analog, it just looks, like, especially after you've gone uh, digital, it, it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, so I, I'm like, what's the point? Like, I wouldn't even want to make it into a video, so I'm not even going to fly it. But I do want a better, really small uh, whoop thing that I can, I can go back and do my gorilla whooping. Just got to go 85 mil, I guess. Chunky whoop, fat whoop. Yeah, definitely. You can't look menacing, or actually, you can't like hmm. hurt somebody with. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, be, like when I'm flying around my cats, there's a very definite size. Like beyond a certain size, it's no longer prey, but it's a threat. There's like yes. a cutoff in a yes. certain size range. People I noticed that too. Like that's I'm scary. That's small, but it's not or... scary. Hmm. Yeah, because I can. I, I used to. Uh, so I would find a store, or whatever, and they would come out. And I, sometimes I say, "Oh, sorry, my daughter." Like <laughs> sometimes I used to say, "Like I lost." One of the funnier things is I love saying that I was flying outside and just lost control and like went inside because people buy it. You know what I mean? They don't know. Just, just totally out of control when I was yeah, yeah. that close stand over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's the best. 
I love Gorilla Woman. This yeah, sounds like a good fan, which we sure try, but I feel we should have to read a disclaimer five times over just to say maybe maybe consult a lawyer about doing it. Watch out for that. <laughs> but, but do it and send the videos and just say you, you found the SD card or something. That seems to work currently. Yeah, and, and I used to think like, you know, it's a because it looks like a toy. Also, it's like so people can get really mad. They're like, oh, you know, what I mean, you can see it, it's a tiny little like toy drone. Mm-hmm. So is that a big deal? But I have heard of a person that flew in a mall, and they. So you have to also know how to like work with people. Like from mm-hmm. my graffiti days, I like compared to graffiti. You got a head start. Yeah, like where you're actually doing something that's like damaging. You're standing on the spray can, going, "Oh, yeah." This one comes up. So to me, it's like the flying a drone that I'm not even touching anything or anyone. It's so less on the, you know, bad scale that it's not a problem. Mm -hmm. But I did hear of someone that was at a mall and they were flying like really whooping, and. The situation escalated. I think maybe they weren't being cooperative with security, whatever. And then police came and he got arrested. And I was like, what can you get arrested for flying a drone? And it's um, one was like disturbing the peace was one of the things. There's another one about like people gathering, like you can't do certain things when people gather. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, so even though like you just never know. So, yes, the disclaimer is true. Don't do it. Be careful. I'm surprised malls still exist. I think around here, most of the malls are shut down. Everything's just like delivered to your house now. That's true, too. Mm -hmm. I couldn't go gorilla whooping during the COVID thing anyways. Just think of all the empty malls. You can take full-size quads in there and 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 have fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd be so much fun. Free style. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Free style. Yeah, I've lost one in a mall, too. Me and uh, my friend were gorilla whooping, and I was doing some things, and it got stuck in an awning, like, really high up on the mall, and it's still there, probably. Sorry, I thought you meant you'd lost, like, a five-inch in a mall, and I'm like, no. how? <laughs> Where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. How is it, like, flying where you guys are at? Is it, do you have, as far as, like, ease of finding places to fly, are people... Cool with. I don't really have any urban environments, so it's all like around some trees. I'm, I'm in the middle of the city, but I fly in parks because there's no, there's not like bandos around here, and there's no certainly no malls. I don't. These guys are in a different sort of area to me. But well, we're we're further down south, and if you look at Google Maps, there seems to be lots of green areas, but they're not accessible. Any accessible green place is instantly filled up with people picnicking or somebody yeah. builds on it so it's that that is the biggest struggle i find is is finding a place where you can fly mm. which doesn't seem to offend people i'm i'm lucky enough to you know a couple of farmers that i get access to their land mm. although sometimes the cows eat my models which is a bit of a pain really uh, but yeah the, yeah literally a, a cow ate my camera once but i i used no. to find a place really close to home which was like it's almost a secret amazing place because only professional dog walkers would go there and now there's 2,000 houses there instead. So any uh, spot that's, like, free is going to be taken up at some point by building. Uh, yeah, and as, as Steven says, we just we just don't have bandos because as soon as there's an empty building, it's either like, oh, we should knock it down and rebuild it into some flats or somebody mm. takes over it and does something else with it, unfortunately. Case in point, 
one of our uh, regular viewers here, a guy who makes a bunch of Express LRS video uh, radios failsafe, he was talking the other day about how he was going to go and fly in a bando. And to go and fly in this bando and meet some people, he was going to travel for five hours. That, well. that gives you an insight into the prevalence of bandos in the United Kingdom. Wow. There's not a lot of them. Yeah. What are... What do homeless people do heroin in just out in the street? Yeah, uh, under bridges and things. Under bridges, yeah. <laughs> Let's call it bike In the great right outdoors. Right. <laughs> shop, shop doorways. Wherever they can find. Parks. Yeah. By the way, yeah. have you guys seen Have you guys seen me and Bot Grinder's uh movie? No. What's there, this? There was no. a, yeah, it's uh Rotor Riot presents uh Bot Grinder. And uh, we did a like a little movie with Chet Cabra. It was like a, a actual like little movie that was really dope. It's a really good story, and it it was so much fun. But right. to miss that one. It's called uh, Rotor Riot Presents. If you look at it, yeah, yeah, it's really wild. Chet Cabra is like so good at the directing. Thing. Like that's just what he does, and. It's crazy to see people knowing how to pull a thing together. You know what I mean? It's pretty, it's pretty nuts. It's not easy to direct something, I'm sure. Hmm. We'll Try directing out. something. I mean, yeah, sorry, I'm just disappearing off to look now. But uh, yeah, we'll go find <laughs> no, that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Should we call it there, guys? Because we're a little bit over, over yeah, time. We're, we're running a little bit over. If anyone wants to hang around, we can do the bonus pod. Maybe give us a couple of minutes to swap over streams, but we yeah. will. Thank Massive you so much, Sorrow. Well, yeah. it was such a pleasure to meet all of you guys. Thank you for having thank, me on. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. you were a great guest, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to check out my channel, it's Zorro. We spell it like this. I hope I'm pointing at the right thing. Uh, and Z O R O E. And we'll have we'll have a link in our description to Zorro's channel. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it already there, and your Instagram as well. Okay, is, yeah, is yeah. on there. Good job, Cole. Mm. Uh, massive shout out to everyone who donated during the stream. Um, and thank you to all our lovely Patreons. Uh, if you are a Patreon and you give more than $3 a month, you can come join us on the bonus podcast. So uh, do you want to do the outro as well, Stephen? All right. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out, and you've been joined by Curry Kitten. Everybody's favourite. I thought you were just come everyone's favourite at the start of the show, Curry Kitten. No. You might not necessarily. It, if you, anything, still saying more favourite at this point in time. <laughs> thank you you've been listening to let's drone out and you've been listening to everyone's more favorite than favorite curry kitten goodbye the ever-present ever enthusiastic jack i miss tony the ghost of Do- tony jack's yep. gay wife and yep. zorro is that what you want <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much Zorro. i'm by myself Bye. Stephen. thank you to everyone all our wonderful patreons and everyone in the chat See you next time. Good night. Bye. Telemetry lost.